time is it? All right, let's get it. Hey. Icy Thoughts Magazine. My name is Joshua Winters. I'm sitting here with my wonderful guest, Alex Vaughn. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> uh, glad to have you here. We're in one we're in One Love Massive Heartcast Media Podcast Studio. Um, we're in DC right now. The first, really the first DC in DC interview ever for Icy Thoughts Magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I uh, really love the scene. Really heard a lot about Alex, and um, I just been seeing you a lot on social media, and I started following you, and I started like seeing how serious you take this music thing, and of like um, it was just great to see how how much effort that you put into your music and and the quality effort that you just been putting out. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, um, yeah. We we got to meet each other last night, just like. Off luck, you know. Right, off a whim. Yeah, at Odd Mojo show. Shout out to Odd Mojo. Shout out to my good sis Odd Mojo. She smashed last night at her very odd show at Songbird DC, and yeah, it was crazy. She killed it, of course. And um, all right, well, get right into it. Um, one of the things I was really wondering from uh, watching you, um, a lot of artists don't. A lot of artists are really like upfront with their with their whole story. Some of them are a little mysterious and you know may not exactly want to get into it. But I just want I was just curious like what made you start taking this serious? Like you know what was that moment that was like I want to do this full time? I'm this Alex Vaughn persona. Is that your real full name? Well, it's my first and my middle name. Okay, so well, yeah, it's my real name. <laughs> so what what made you just really like? push the button on this yeah well I've always been into music I've always been a singer I've always gravitated towards piano I've Mm -hmm. always been in choirs um when I went to high school I was in a performing arts program Suitland High School shout out to the Suitland Rams Mm -hmm. and there um had a performing arts program it was like conservatory based so I got classical training you know French Italian German doing Mm -hmm. operas and competitions and it was cool being able to do something new with my voice and um, I just knew I wanted to sing, and I liked singing. But I think it really hit me when I went to college. I had gotten a okay. full scholarship. And, um, you know, being in the arts, especially spending any type of money, because, you know, full scholarship still means you got a little balance, mm-hmm. for real, for real. But, you know, you're about to spend four years of your life with in a program that's going to gear you to the rest of your life. And I realized this is not how I want to start it. So... I think at that moment I was out there being surrounded by people who were passionate about classical music, and I was like, this isn't me. I'm not supposed to be here. Mm. 
and my parents were pissed because I'm like, yeah, I'm not going back. Of course. But um, I knew for sure. I think that was my actual moment. Like, I, I got to do R&B. And however that may be or however you do that, I'm going to figure it out. And I'm not settling for anything else. Mm. And I think from then, it's just kind of been a climb. Uphill, kind of rocky, new route, reroute. But an uphill climb. So, yeah. So, yeah. That's dope. Yeah, a lot of artists are kind of learning out the hard way. Like, this isn't all glitter and sunshine, like, all the time, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it is obstacles. It is, like, real-life stuff that happens, and you just kind of got to roll with the punches and just keep For moving. Sure. Yeah, like, um, and, and like I said, we're in, we're in D.C., and you are a PG-bred I artist. Am. Pretty girl down <laughs> Um, what do you feel how do you feel about the the whole like DMV scene right now? I'm actually really proud of us. I feel like we've made so much progress. There was a short point in time where people didn't really want to come together, you know, everyone just in life as you grow, you just feel like you have to do things alone or you don't want help, but it just feels so much better when people come together and I feel like the current scene everybody's just loving each other and everybody's yeah. supporting each other and it just reflects in the energy in the music and the performances and the turnouts and everything so i'm really proud of us right now i mean it doesn't stop here there's plenty of room to grow but i feel really good mm. i love us shout out to all my friends y'all know who y'all are <laughs> shout out to the dmv <laughs> all the artists like really kicking things out shout out to zariah that's our <laughs> artist on icy thoughts our first artist and she's like really making waves, doing her own thing. I was so sad I missed her set. I had just gotten off work because I'm still working my day job. Mm. I had just gotten off work. I really wanted to see her. She's really fire. Yeah, she was dope. And, and you got on stage sort of at the end. Oh, yeah, real Mojo. quick, real quick. One time. I don't know if anyone gets that. But just, <laughs> that's the song we sang. Yeah, y'all got, um, you, you had a song on your, on your project, The Shift. Yes. And then I, weren't you on her project too? Oh uh, yeah, I was on a project. Yeah, so um, so yeah, y'all had those two songs together, and I just feel like y'all y'all chemistry is just like, especially when I got to see it in person, like your chemistry was like really cool, and then the band in the background was just like jamming. Yeah. Like I said, it's just it's all family. For starters, uh, Ob Mojo's my best friend. We've okay. known each other since high school. So not only is she my girl, but like we just are just in sync with everything, our thoughts and. Mm. Even our different opinions are in sync. So, and then Foots and Coles, I went to high school with Coles. Foots and I go back. We're just all just a team. And when you lock in and get that vibe, and it's just share that we are here for each other. It just, it's just fire. Mm. So, yeah, shout out to y'all once again. <laughs> yeah, definitely shout out to Foots and Coles. Um, I was listening to, you know, I do my research. Of you know, course. I was listening to uh, your. I was listening to The Shift, and then I listened to um, 4 p.m. Mix yes. earlier today, and they were a part of that as well, right? Yep. Actually, after I left college and everybody was mad at me for leaving, <laughs> um, it was January 2014, and I was, like, just in a dump. I'm like, okay, how do I get taken seriously by anybody? It's like, drop some music. So 2015... Um, Myself, Foots and Coles, we just came together. I had just started writing some random concept, and we mm. just put it together. And from there, everything became everything. And that's kind of where we started building. And then we started performing together. And mm. that's just how that goes. 
that's a wonderful connection to have like a whole backing support like that and then you know have all these connections with the artist and that's really just how it builds up you know and it's natural it's just locking in with your friends you know mm-hmm. you're just locking in with your friends they're mm-hmm. just they're, they're your friends so you just automatically stand for them they happen to be tight your ideas make sense let's just combine them and make a musical baby just <laughs> out here just popping them out right <laughs> and i'm sure you have lots more musical babies to come oh yeah um i want to talk about um the shift let's talk um i was i was really blown away stop like i really i really enjoyed it as like one of my favorite r&b releases to come out from a local artist this it came out this year um it came out on my birthday actually okay yeah um happy belated i know that was a while ago (laughs) it's Uh, okay it's okay thank you thank you still accepting still accepting (laughs) um but yeah, I thought it was just really great, like really well put together. It flowed well. It didn't like, um, it didn't like have a whole bunch of like fluff in it. Like it was really straight to the point, and the the concept was like really clear. Um, yeah, I, I thought that was a really solid, solid little effort right there. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Thank you. How did this whole project really come come to be? Uh, being stressed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the shift came from just a place of just discomfort. Like, I just feel like last year, honestly, I started feeling like things just aren't the same. Mm-hmm. This isn't fun to me anymore. I got to do something different. I want to elevate. I want to be higher than this. You know, my friends love my friends. They want to go to the club. Like, yo, I'm not going to the club unless I'm getting paid to go to the club. Like, mm-hmm. my mindset just started changing. And I'm like, what is this? Because then it started feeling like it's not like I can just go to the club. Like, yo, pay me to be here. You know, it's just like a process. It's just like, how do I get to that point? And I'm like, what is this feeling? And I'm like, I was like, is it called mood swings? Is it just mm-hmm. a transition? Transition sounds ugly. I'm like, it's a shift. Mm-hmm. And I think from there, I just started writing. It, it wasn't like I was making the project for, I don't know what, I just make music because it's what I do. But the project is just about my life, like every aspect of this transition, because I know that I'm on my way to where I'm supposed to be, but right. there's a lot of groundwork that has to happen before that. And it gets frustrating, but we have to push through. Got to push through. <laughs> and I always write music from the perspective of what do I want someone to tell me when I'm feeling the opposite? Mm. So I try to make it in a way that I'm not preaching to you, but I'm still telling you something, but we're still partying and having a good time. Mm-hmm. And I make all my music to kind of get to myself because I'm still battling you know, getting through this shift and staying afloat but I won't fall underwater. That's a quote from one of my songs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to make a song to kind of let people, make music to let people know that they're not the only ones going through this. Like I said to you earlier, you know, people feel like they have to figure things out by themselves and you really don't have to. It's a lot more comforting knowing that there's someone else going through the same thing mm. and that, wow. And when you feel someone else feeling the same thing, I know me, I just, by nature, just want to help lift them up. So, you know, that's that's the shift. I just want everybody to shift and just know that it's going to be okay. And we are going to make it, even through our day jobs, even through our checking accounts, <laughs> even through the low tank, even through the guy who won't text you back. It's just through all of it. Because it's all goofy. Yeah. But it's all part of it. You know, we hear so much about the 20s and what it's supposed to be like. So let's stop being too surprised and let's just try to embrace and find a better way to approach it and to look at it. Mm. You know, I'm just trying to help people see See better and breathe better. Mm -hmm.
stress me. Can't let it get the best of me. Feel like everything's testing me. But I think I got the remedy. People been switching, moving left to right. Ain't see this coming, shit was out of sight. And I almost started tripping, but I didn't. Hey, I almost started tripping, but I didn't. Feels better when you breathe, stretch, shake, let it go, breathe, stretch, shake, let it go, breathe, stretch, shake, let it go, let it go. Yeah, I, I thought of it as like an evolution kind of uh, statement, you know, like I, I feel like most most people have that in them, like that that time where you just like, man. I've been, I've been, my perspective, it just needs to switch right now, like, things that's going on, like, it's really all within you, like, the, the worst part of your day, and, and how you react is really all, like, based on how, how you feel inside, and, um, it's, it's, once you get that evolution, it's, like, everything really changes for you, and you just kind of, need to make multiple evolutions until you kind of find like your your cool comfortable cozy self you know like yeah um what what are some big shifts that happened for you this year either just musically or just personally just in general hmm. so like I said I started working on the project when I was talking about 2018 um I moved to California <laughs> I moved to LA that was crazy like when that happened I didn't even know it was about to happen an opportunity that presented itself, and I was like, I didn't, I mean, I didn't feel like it was in my timing to go, but I felt like since it was presented to me, it was time to go. Mm -hmm. So I just went, and that was a huge shift for me, because it was something I've always said that I wanted, and then another shift was, like, I started getting, like, health problems this year, and that's mm. the one of the main reasons why I had to come back home, and that was a shift, too, because I didn't even know where it came from, and what... I don't know where it came from. And it just got concerning because, like, now I have something else to worry about. And then another shift happened in my mind because <laughs> it's like, okay, Alex, do you know how to take care of yourself? Like, how did you get to this point? Mm. So, but then I had to, like, have another shift and kind of talk myself out of that and let myself know that I know, I know how to take care of myself and we can only take better care and we can only learn. And coming back home and being received – the way that I was, because I really was embarrassed to come back home, to be honest. Mm. Because even though I had all the logical reasons as to why I should come back, it was just like, man, you coming back home, though. Mm. I had to talk myself out of that. I think the biggest shift was really with myself and my mind and how I think and how I view myself and how, how I view myself reflects on how others view me and how I'm received. So I think um, the biggest shift was really just with my mind, like how 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 my mind period <laughs> a mental shift <laughs> no seriously a mental shift an emotional shift a physical shift mm. yeah that was the biggest shift just my view how I view things because I want to be the person to I want to be a person that inspires others but I have to be able to like you know inspire myself first and make sure I'm listening to myself as well I think that was probably my biggest shift not to be all fake deep and stuff yeah. <laughs> I feel you um and you talked about moving to LA, which a lot of like a lot of artists and creatives and entrepreneurs are all like doing this run towards LA right now from mm -hmm. the East Coast and um, 
you know, Canada, whatever, wherever they're from. Everywhere. Everyone's running to L.A. right now. Mm-hmm. What do you feel about the 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 big L.A. rush right now? Do you feel like it's necessary? Do you feel like it's just a, a trend right now or what? I wouldn't say it's a trend. Um, I mean, if, if, uh, we're not from the West Coast. So from this end, we just see palm trees <laughs> and we see celebrities and we just see everybody having a good time and tans and bathing suits mm-hmm. in these big fancy studios. That's all we see. Yeah. But we have to remember that, you know, the Internet, we can see whatever, however it wants to be viewed, you know. Yeah. Um, I think L.A. is definitely a necessary place. Duh. Because that's why it's L.A. Of course. And I feel like in entertainment, like at some point, we're all going to have to go through that through that channel. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I, I feel like we're just kind of in a generation where we have the Internet and you can be discovered anywhere and do anything everywhere. So it makes me sad because living out here and wanting to live in L.A., I'm just like, yo, I'm in L.A. But then living out there, you realize like once the party's over and. Once the your phone dies, it's just like, <laughs> wow, this is just like another city. It's just bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, it is cool that you're surrounded by all these other creatives because everyone moves out there to pursue their dreams. And that's beautiful, honestly. Right. Like our generation is the majority out there. That's mm-hmm. dope. Like in church, like everybody's in their 20s. Like you don't see that. You just expect somebody old and a crying baby or something, <laughs> right? But um, out there, everybody's trying to find themselves and trying to figure out how to start fresh because you're moving to a new city and how to be this brand. And sometimes it's not really the right way. And sometimes it can rub you the wrong way. And sometimes you can get lost because you realize the way that you've been taught isn't really like the way that it is out here. Mm -hmm. So that can get kind of disheartening. Like, you know, lots of cheesy stuff is in, like very fake, superficial. Mm -hmm. And that gets kind of disheartening. But you know, you got to kind of find the medium because it, it, it's a way to figure out the medium. I don't know if I'm walking in circles and talking in circles, but L.A. is dope, but I don't think it's super necessary for everyone to have to move there. Yeah, It you. doesn't, like, define your success. You being dope and you staying consistent and being persistent and staying true, that is how you'll be successful anywhere. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's people blowing up in Kansas right now and Ohio and and you know these different places if you got the fan base and you got the work ethic it really doesn't matter where you are but the I understand the LA like you're saying like I understand the LA the the drive to be over there because it is like one of the only places where you can be where it's it's well my number one biggest draw is like it's sunny all the time like oh my gosh the weather's warm (laughs) It's what warm. you can go hiking tacos are a dollar right <laughs> wonderful food everyone's like you know just chilling you go it's a whole bunch of beaches it's, it's like parks and all this kind of beautiful stuff visually like la if you're just gonna take that part out of it like i think la is probably like top three you know yeah and then be. weed is legal like that's just a big Absolutely. pool for everybody yeah not me but <laughs> But nah, for real, like, it's just like, why not? Yo, this LA's got this. But like I said, it's just it's just the things you name and you get there and you realize, wow, it's kind of like, not a fake city. It's like, I don't know, it's like a trick. It's like this, the shot you saw is in that square and outside of the square, it's just quiet. Mm. And then you don't see the gas station that says $5 a gallon. <laughs> it's expensive wow. too. Like, 
just it's no rush you know everything's gonna happen in its timing you shouldn't have to force anything mm-hmm. yeah and also just having a home base like we were talking about earlier. absolutely having a home base yeah and, and you kind of shifting back here and and um still expanding and growing over here as well and and like i, I seen you at the show and just like mad people were just come up to you and it was just like mad love and yeah yeah, it's just so much, so much love where you're from, and that's if you if you don't have love where you're from, it's it's kind of you got to start from ground zero every time, Facts. over and over and over, and it's not really you're not really gonna get that pocket where you want to, and you, you know, you know, eventually, probably a year or two from now, like we'll be coming to the Alex Vaughn Homecoming Show, Ooh. you know, <laughs> in a stadium somewhere, and yo. we're just like, yo. I seen her when she was at the local place. I seen her at the Songbird. I seen her in Baltimore or whatever. And like now it's all these people from home, your family, your friends, all these artists that you grew up with, like they all come to the show and they all, you know, everyone reconnects. And that's, I, I feel like that's really beautiful to have just like a home base. You Absolutely. Know? Like there's no place like home. Like I said, to see how I was received when I came back was crazy. I did not expect that. Like I said, I just, my head was in a really wild place just <laughs> with everything. But people were, like, happy I came back. And I think it it was for the better. I got so much more work done when I came back. Like, people, I don't know. There's no place like home, for sure. Like, no matter where I go in the world, like, I will always have DMV on my back. <laughs> PG, right? Right on my, on my upper left, like, on my heart. <laughs> And I also, um, you you opened you you opened up or you did a show with uh, Brent Fias. Yeah, that was fire. It was three. It was three people on the bill. It was myself, uh, Q the Fool, and Brent Fias. It was wow. really really dope. That's a sick lineup. That was my first. That was my biggest crowd thus far. Okay. I mean, it wasn't my crowd, but it was my crowd. Uh, it was a thousand plus people, and it was just fire. And it's just like those small signs of confirmation. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm in the right places. I'm doing the right things, making the right moves. And it was amazing. It was fire. It was like just this R&B turnt, <laughs> just, I don't know. It was fire. Shout out to Brent and shout out to Lost Kids for having me for that. Uh, let's chat later. <laughs> yeah, that's super dope. Um, yeah, that's another thing I was I was thinking about. Like, as an R&B artist, uh, do, would you consider yourself as an R&B artist? Or? Yeah, I mean, I... I call it feel good R and B, you know, R and B hip hop, R and B, feel okay. good R and B, R and B, yeah, yeah. I ain't trying to be too intricate, yeah, R and B. Okay. <laughs> well, as an R and B artist, like, of course, like this whole trap rap wave is is like becoming really dominant now. Totally. And um, like, I could just tell you my DMs of uh, for icy thoughts is just. The artists that come up to me kind of just like, oh, yo, like I have this great sound. Like, yo, yo, I need to be in the magazine. Like, what's up with the interview? Like, I'm like, all right. Like, I just go on a page and it's just like, I, I expected it. You know what I mean? I, I expected it. Yeah. And it's like, um, I mean, not to say like it's not that many R&B singers, which there's there's a hell of a lot and there's a lot of great ones. But um, it's sort of the other side of it and that, you know, people want to be turnt and stuff. Like, how would you, how do you like, cause you just did a show with Q to full and like, how do you <laughs> kind of like fit in this mix? Like, do you, 
do you enjoy that side or you like just living the best of both worlds or you just fit in your own lane? Well, I enjoy music, so I can appreciate all genres, all types, because there's lots of subcategories now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't ever go out of my way to try to be in my own lane, but I just be in my own lane. I just do what sounds good and feels good to me. And I just feel like if it feels good, it just feels good. Anybody can appreciate something that feels good, you right. know? I don't know. I just I just create. Mm-hmm. I I've been making music like I said. I've been I used to take piano lessons and I used to get made fun of for taking them and I've mm-hmm. always been in choir and chorus and have rehearsals after school when everybody was doing cool stuff. So it, it it's just it's something that I'm really true to. So it's not like I'm doing it to catch up or keep up, you know, it's not really a race. So I just do what I like. Mm-hmm. Would you ever consider doing like a rap song in any? Like me rap? Yeah. Now I won't lie, my friends, my uh, Almodo, she always says like Alex, because we get in the car sometimes, we'll like cipher because she's a rapper, and mm. so we'll just be having a good time. But I do not see it. Like <laughs> I might accidentally like slip up and do like a little a little quick sixteen or something, like, but not for me to say yeah, yeah I rap too, like. I mean, all you need is a 16. Mm-mm. If it's if it's cool, like especially if it's funny, like you just get a little little like little some some. Maybe maybe next iMojo project because she said she's dropping something soon. Yes, we get you like on a little interlude, little <laughs> skit. <laughs> she better not. It's like nah, nah, I'm not opposed to it. Any if it comes out, then it comes out. Like I said, I'm all about music and just whatever feels good. If it feels right, then I might, I just might put some cornrows in my hair and start spitting. <laughs> <laughs> all right so we're also in the end of the year right now crazy this year went fast it flew it was like a blink Pew. yeah um so we're about to end of 2019 mm-hmm. uh what's some like creative goals you have for yourself for 2019 First of all, more music, mm. duh. I just feel like right now I love the shift and I'm going to roll this out visuals. Mm. Just I want to be seen more, right. uh, more content, but more more content in music. Like I feel like right now I just need to build my catalogs. So people can just hear what Alex Vaughn sounds like, but more performances. I really want to do some festivals, mm. maybe some homecomings, maybe some tours. Definitely. Who knows? We'll see. Just more. Just know 2019, you are going to have a clear idea of who Alex Vaughn is for show. More out-of-town performances, just more. More everything, more life, more money, mm-hmm. just more. More peace, more happiness, more. You'll more see. shifting. More shifting. It is a nonstop shift. I really shot myself in the foot when I named this project The Shift because I did not realize that I was really going to be going through one. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, more shifting for sure. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the biggest topics that was going on like towards the end of this year was the whole king of r&b kind of thing i'm like that that just kind of spiraled out into a a mess with jacquees and all that like but um i just wanted to know who do you think is the queen of Uh, r&b alex vaughn no i'm just like (laughs) not psychia but uh i don't know i don't know i just feel like the queen of r&b should sound good on the stage and off the stage 
she should be able to appeal to both male and female mm -hmm. and have as much of a mass appeal as possible. Because, you know, there's some artists that crank, but, like, my mother's not about to be listening to that. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Not saying um, I got to make a step in the name of love, you know, <laughs> right. but you just need something that kind of just has a mass appeal. I mean, Beyonce is, like, R&B pop. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I think I think we're still uh, we're still waiting on our queen of R and B. There are lots of queens of R and B, but the queen she hasn't emerged yet. <coughs> oh man, might be in this room. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No. She might be. I don't know. Hey, IDK. Nah, of course, with no questions. I'm trying to be the queen of R and B. I would never say somebody else is the queen. I am the queen of R and B. Now, I might be a queen in training on my way to being the queen, but I am going to be the queen of R&B. Mm, I like that energy. Hey. You got you to gotta keep it up. Mm. But who's some, who's some people that you're listening to right now in that, on the R&B side that you just, that you, when you just cut on and you just vibe to? Uh, I love Ari Lennox. She's from this area. Mm -hmm. Her voice. Mm-hmm. Ari Lennox, April and Vista, shout out to April and Vista. They're doing everything right now, being amazing. R&B, you know, I really listen to a lot of old stuff. Like, I, can, I have a hard time, I don't have a hard time moving forward, but like musically, like I love revisiting old projects and just listening to them differently. Like the Beyonce's, classics. Dangerously in Love, I feel like I listen to it every day. Like, Beyonce always. I'm always listening to like some Jill Scott. I grew up on these people. It's just like, I don't know. Alicia Keys, mm. currently listening to. These are the people I'm currently listening to. Okay. Oh, yeah, SZA Cranks. I play SZA. Oh, hell yeah. She just has, like, this flow. It makes you just, I don't know, feel like doing this move. I don't know if <laughs> no one can see me, but <laughs> uh, I don't know. I listen to a lot of people. I listen to a lot of, actually, I don't listen to, I listen to older R&B, but the current music I listen to is not really R&B, as I think about it. It's, like, other stuff, like rap. <laughs> Rap or just some random stuff. Always something random. Mm. Yeah, when I'm listening to your music, I feel like you have a little bit of that that like classic kind of feel, and like, I mean, it feels new, but it feels like it is something that if if I played in front of my mom, she'd be like, "Oh, who's this?" You know, like it it does have that um that like throwback vibe, and then like I don't know, it just has that organic like rawness that we don't really see that that often yeah yeah like it's just it's just really organic you know like Thanks. it just comes like you said it comes from the heart come from like it's real direct that's kind of like i feel like one of your biggest angles like it's just um you know like oh just breathe just you know this is it's not just like you're just saying stuff to make you know just little yeah. buzzwords feel good buzzwords like it's just like real life real life shit you know real life stuff that you're going with real life vibes you know sometimes you just you are just just in a wavy mood and you just this is how you feeling and love and all these different things going on yo because music is so powerful and the media is so powerful like mm -hmm. you know i don't know like the things that you watch things that you listen to this that's another way of digesting things you know and you can easily get brainwashed like they're some kids, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a psychologist. But, like, you know, some kids grow up playing video games and they're shooting people all the time. They grow up and mm -hmm. tend to be a little bit more violent. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I could find, and I'll actually, let me tell you, I ramble, but Pussycat Dolls. No, 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 no. Josie and the Pussycats. Mm -hmm. 
I remember in the movie they had these little earphones and they were playing like these pop songs and they're like, stop listening to the music. There's a subliminal message under it. It's brainwashing you. Right. And I don't know if that just has like subconsciously always stuck with me, but it's just like you really can, I don't know, there's something they're playing over and over again, like learning the words and you just realize like maybe that's a part of your nature. So let me like find a way to brainwash people to like do the right thing, to, like <laughs> relax and just feel better. I don't know. I just feel like it's so powerful. So I gotta. You have to just be careful what you put out there, especially as an as an artist. Like we are like leading. Like we're almost we like as heavy as the news for real. You know, especially yeah. with our generation. Definitely. Yeah. You know. So just like I said, finding a way to speak to people and and help them get the message without them feeling like they're being told a message. Because mm-hmm. you know, people get bored and have a short attention span. So um, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like some music, some music I just want to hear once or twice, you know, like I'll just listen to it or maybe an artist will send me something. I'll be like, yeah, that was dope. But I don't necessarily like throw it back on again. Like, yeah, the messaging just may not connect with me when I'm like, you know, when I'm in my morning commute or if yeah. I'm like in my vibe or I'm with my girl or whatever is going on. Like, I just it's really ain't no scene for it for real like but some some music is just like if you could put it on repeat you know you got something you know i think about the music that i like and and the people that i've grown up on and how they made this music before i was born you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so the fact that it still resonates with me and or i like music that i can listen to and crank and then listen to it again and then focus on the lyrics or listen to it again and just think about the ad libs. It's just like finding other ways, finding multiple ways to appreciate something. So I try to do that with my music as well. So it can be replayed. Like no one wants to be played once. I know lots of songs that can play just once. Mm-hmm. But those, you know, I want to be played again and again. Right. <laughs> well, 2019 is coming up. Oh. I don't know why I keep doing that noise, but <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. Uh, well, yeah, 2019 is coming up. We got a whole bunch more coming out. Um, new project next year. Oh yeah, just, just don't just don't even trip. Don't even trip. Right. Don't even worry about it. That's for everybody. Don't you know? Don't trip. It's coming. It's coming. You're gonna get fed. Mm-hmm. Keep your plate out. Keep your plate out. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, pretty much at the end. Any shout outs, announcements you want to make? Uh, shout out to God for getting me through this year, uh, <laughs> cause it was rough and I was like, you know, maybe I should start selling crack. I don't know how to go about the business or <laughs> inquire. That's a tough one. But, uh, <laughs> shout out, yeah, shout out to him straight up. Shout out to my team. Shout out to my friends. Shout out to all the creatives in the area. Shout out to all creatives, period. Shout out to everyone who's been supporting me thus far. Shout out to Icy Thoughts. Shout out to Molly for letting us use the spot. Just shout out, you know? Shout out to the shift. Shout out to my mind for being conscious that this is a shift so mm. I can just continue to elevate. And yeah, that's, I don't know, that's that's the shout out. That's the shout out. <laughs> Announcements? There's more coming. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but there is more coming and just keep your eyes peeled because, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's coming. Mm-hmm. All right, well. This is Icy Thoughts Magazine. Once again, I'm Joshua Winters. This is... Alex Vaughn. Ooh. Oh, no, mm. that wasn't even... Mm-mm. Alex Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> We're in Washington, D.C. 
Heartcast Media, One Love Massive. Shout out to Molly for the space and the room, all of that. Thank you so much. We out of here. We are out. Peace, peace, peace. I can't do this like I used to do Cause I'm trying to get this money.